Welcome to episode five of Hashtags and Stilettos. On this episode, we're going to get into whether or not you should pay influencers to post about your brand or business on Instagram. This was a question I received from an entrepreneur. She reached out and she asked, should I pay B-level reality stars to wear and post our product on Instagram? They want $2,000 or more for each post, and they are willing to post between three and five times. I'm really tempted because of how many followers they have. Should I do it? My immediate answer was, hell no. 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 Don't do it. Like, you bet not do that. You know, I took a step back after I said that, and I asked a few questions about the who, what, when, and why. And once I learned the specifics, my answer was still an emphatic no. Because what was being offered was not strategic or beneficial to the brand. Now, the people on the other end of the deal would have walked away possibly $10,000 richer, but it was not going to add or create the value that the entrepreneur thought that it would create. And, you know, she wondered, are there instances when you should pay bloggers or influencers to post on Instagram? And the answer is yes, there are instances when you should, you know, really explore the possibility. But the arrangement has to be meaningful and mutually beneficial, not only to the influencer's audience, but also to your audience and to your business. And what was being offered in this case was they wanted to post a series of photos of themselves wearing the product with the caption mentioning the brand. But there was no talk or discussion of them doing an actual review. There was no opportunity to establish a real and authentic connection between them and the product. You know, is this something that you've been using for years? How has it enhanced your life? Or how has it, you know, changed your daily routine in some way? It was literally just them saying, hey, you know, selfie going up on a Thursday and I'm wearing X. And that's that's not good enough. And we totally live in a world that's driven by influence. Influence is, is like a superpower. So bloggers and influencers and reality stars and celebrities are rightfully leveraging, you know, their influencers. The And brands are just so <clears throat> captivated by this, the possibility of tapping into these huge audiences, um, you know, because the influencers are posting relevant content. They have people who look to them for their recommendations about what's hot, what's new, what's now, what's next. And when done correctly, you can leverage their influence to positively impact your sales and your bottom line and attract new eyeballs to your business, um, your service or product. But it's, it's important to note that all impressions do not create the value that you want. I'm going to say that again. All impressions do not create the value that you want. For instance, just because somebody has 50,000 followers doesn't mean that all 50,000 of them are going to make sense for your business. It doesn't mean that if somebody has 100,000 or a million that they're even all going to see the post or that 
if they encountered your brand or product in the best set of circumstances outside of this blogger, that they would naturally become a client or a consumer of, you know, what you're selling. So, you know, a lot of people are chasing these huge numbers when I'm actually a fan of emerging voices and niche audiences, um, bloggers or influencers who have these really engaged and niche audiences, because that's kind of where you can find people that may actually convert to paying customers of what it is that you're doing. And going back to the all impressions do not create the value that you want. That is why I am emphatic about advising my clients never to pay for reviews. Instead, I say, okay, if you have product that samples, (coughs) excuse me, if you have samples available, we'll send over the samples you know, you can do your own organic and objective review. And if you love or like the product, then and only then can we explore the possibility of some type of creative partnership or sponsorship or monetary exchange. You know, a lot of brands are paying for reviews mainly because the bloggers and influencers are charging and they're paying for posts. But I always push back because you want the reviews or you want any kind of exchange to be as honest and objective as possible. And if we pay you and if you pay them, you may, they may feel obligated to keep it cute and say something nice about the brand even when they hate it. And the thing about that is <clears throat> if you go on Instagram right now, you could pro- you will probably see a whole bunch of people that are paid that have been paid to talk about a particular product. Maybe it's tea or or those to, those teeth whiteners that you're seeing everywhere, but it's it's kind of like, okay, well we know you got paid to do that. You know, it's very easy to tell when a blogger or influencer has been bought and doesn't really care and they're just, you know, getting out a message. And that's something that you want to try to avoid. You know, don't go with the lowest hanging fruit, even if you have money to throw at the tree. You know, don't, okay, well, we're going to just go after everybody with 50,000 followers or above, and we're just going to give them this money and give them the product and hope for the best. That, That may give you, like, some type of instant gratification, but over the long term, it's not really going to, like I said before, convert into paying customers the way you think that it is. So when should you pay a blogger or influencer for Instagram posts? And it's important that before you get into any of those monetary or sponsored arrangements that you have a clear goal and objective in mind. Is it awareness? Is it do you want to encourage trial use of your product or service? Do you want to, you know, get people to go to an event? Do you want them to sign up for an email list or a website? What is it that you want them to do? What is the end result that you want? And are you running some type of campaign? Are you working with more than one blogger? You know, is there a way that you can position things or or, um, put it together so that you can have this groundswell of, you know, attention focused on your product or service at one time? is it just going to be for Instagram posts? You know, the thing about Instagram that's really, really important that a lot of brands just don't get is that, yes, you 
you know, you have this arrangement where somebody's going to post about it and they have 2.3 million followers, but 2.3 million people are not going to see that post. It's, it's just not going to happen. Like, you know, even when you have people like, um, you know, huge celebrities that have 30 million, 10 million, if you look at their engagement, it's only a fraction of those people that actually see it and then decide to either like it or comment on it. You're never going to, to really achieve that full number. So that's why it goes back again to why it's so important to look at emerging voices that have maybe smaller audiences, but their their engagement level is much deeper than, you know, when you start getting into higher numbers. And so when you start to think about Instagram campaigns, is this person also popular on another platform? Do they have a blog or are they on YouTube where you can extend the campaign to those other platforms where the content is a little bit more sticky, meaning the shelf life of the content lives beyond just a post that's going to get bumped to the bottom of the page. If it's on YouTube, then people can find it, you know, in a Google search if they're looking for something specific or similar to, you know, what you're doing. If it's on the blog, the same thing, you know, people can find it over and over and over again. But if I'm doing a Google search, you know, an Instagram post featuring a product is not going to come up on the first page, you know, and only in the best case scenarios, but it's just not something that's going to happen. So you need to think about, okay, if we, if Instagram is the core, where else should we be? And is this influencer going to add value on those other platforms as well? And again, it's just about is, and and going back to the goals that you set, really talk to the the influencer that you're working with to have a relationship. Relationships with bloggers and influencers is so important. Instead of just throwing money at them and hoping that a money tree grows and everybody comes to the money tree launch party, have a relationship with them because if there's anybody that really knows their audience, it's going to be them. So for instance, you may have a campaign with three to five bloggers and you want them all to, you know, create a video or create, you know, a selfie post when their strong suit may be flat light images where it's kind of like a collage, uh, a beautifully curated collage, Um, or their strong suit may be videos and another person's strong suit may just be static photos. So really talk to them about where they kind of get the best engagement. For instance, we just did a campaign with a client and one of the bloggers we work with say, hey, I get most of my engagement after 8 p.m. Okay, well, then it's a no brainer to schedule you to post after 8 p.m. So it's it's but you can't you won't know that unless you have that type of two way dialogue. And if you're just throwing money at somebody, they'll they'll do whatever you tell them. Okay, you want me to post it at three AM when nobody's awake? Sure. You just gave me ten thousand dollars or two thousand dollars or five hundred dollars. I'll do whatever you want me to do because I don't really care. So if you're really thinking about getting into you know, the campaign space where you're, or sponsoring content, um, creating branded content with bloggers or influencers, think about the goals, the end results that you want, 
Think about, are they really relevant to your business? You know, go through their followers to see, is this really an audience that you want to capture? Um, and really, again, establish relationships because the best outcomes happen when there is a relationship, when it's organic, when it's authentic. So thank you for listening. You know, if you found this information to be helpful, please share and repost this episode with your own community. And if you have a question, tweet me at Miss Success, M-I-S-S Success, or you can send me an email to Sakita, S-A-K-I-T-A, at H-O-S-P-R.com. I'll talk to you soon.